Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, and I'll be your host of this podcast. After spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted the opportunity to give back, to give back to those individuals that want to get in this business, or for those individuals that are in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the Clubhouse. GSW is certainly picking up steam in search, recruiting, training, and consulting. The Clubhouse is a career development platform consisting of monthly webinars, in-depth training vault, job board, mentorship platform, blogs, and a focus on mental health. Be sure to sign up for a free membership at theclubhousecareers.com. In addition, thanks for everyone that has supported the book, Hustle Your Way to Success in Sports Sales. For season three, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path, three key topics that are current in the industry, three hustle hot seat questions, three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now on to our guests this week. Getting into the sports business is often about taking risk. Our next guest took a risk right after graduation and moved to a city with the dream of pursuing a career in sports. He did just as I'm excited to have Dustin Vicari, Executive Vice President of Elevate Sports Ventures and CRO of the Sacramento Republic FC. Dustin, welcome to the show. Thanks, Travis, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Dustin, excited to talk about your career journey. And, and first, walk us through that bold move you took. You, you graduate from the University of Illinois, the degree in sports, recreation, and tourism. But you felt, you know what, it's time to move out of the native uh, you know, state of Illinois. Walk us through that time. Yeah, it was a critical time, obviously a critical move that looking back, it was the right move. Uh, growing up in central Illinois, I loved being there. My family was there. My friends, a lot of them still remain there. But for me, that in wanting to pursue a sports uh, uh, career, I knew that central Illinois wasn't going to offer me that. We didn't have any professional sports teams, uh, really any collegiate teams in the region, uh, I didn't want to make the, the move like many of my classmates to Chicago or St. Louis, although I grew up a Cardinals fan. That would have been probably my dream job at the time. Uh, I decided to move out to Phoenix. Uh, one of my best friends and his brother were buying a house out there. I had played some college baseball out there, so I knew I liked the area. And I decided, hey, to ask my buddy, I said, hey, can I rent a room from you guys? I knew that Phoenix and, and the Valley offered so much from a sports landscape, whether it was football, baseball, basketball, spring training. There's, there's golf manufacturers there. Um, there's, there's just so much opportunity there. And I said, you know what, I'm going to bet on myself, uh, rented a room for my friend, bet it on myself just through, through, you know, my resume was strong with internships through college and decided to move out. And, and once I got there, you know, I started to apply immediately to as many of the properties across the Valley as I could. Uh, and ended up getting an interview within about a week uh, with the Phoenix Coyotes. No, that's awesome, Dustin. You know, certainly the, the risk worked out. You're ultimately able to, to get that interview and, and really find a big mentor in your career, Al Guido, who at the time was at the Phoenix Coyotes. And, and even to your point of like making that move and having the confidence in yourself, you end up starting your career out in sales with the Coyotes. And, and looking back to that time, what were some key learnings early on that you still apply to your day in regard to your overall career? Yeah, I was very fortunate to land there. I really had no idea what I was getting into. Um, you know, looking back, I didn't do a lot of research on the leadership team I, that I was going to be working for, but I was fortunately stepping into a great leadership team there. Not only was Al Guido there, uh, Flavel Hampson was there. Jim Van Stone was leading our group. 
Uh, and little did I know that their careers were on the upward trajectory that they were. And so I really fell into a great foundation of, of sales leadership there. And it really validated for me why I wanted to work in sports. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the thrill of, you know, the the opportunity to make a sale, the opportunity to chase a prospect. Um, obviously, we weren't given the best lead, so we were told no a lot. And so, yep. you know, I had to I had to be I had to I guess be open to stepping out of my comfort zone. There, um, we had to learn something new. I really hadn't sold like that before. Done phone sales. Uh, I had to overcome nerves of failing in front of of my peers. You know, as you go through an entry level sales program. You know, you're you're oftentimes role playing and and you fumble and and yeah. and you're told no and you hear a lot of rejection and that's that's a uh, that's a change you know and so you have to get comfortable with that. Um, but by being coachable, uh, it allowed me to find success. I made an impression on our leadership team. Um, but I just treated it as I knew it wasn't going to be my last job, in my sports career, and so I was just all all years open arms and, and just thought of it as a foundational stepping stone. Uh, and that's what it turned out to be. No, that's awesome. It's great advice on the coachability. And we talk a lot about in this business, the, the controllables, you can't control wins and losses, but you control if you're open to learning and coachable and your career then took off as you joined legends, global sales Where really for the next 14 years, you traveled around the country selling tickets, premium and sponsorship, for the Dallas Cowboys and AT&T Stadium, the Atlanta Falcons and Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the San Francisco 49ers and Levi Stadium, and, and then ultimately the Las Vegas Raiders and Allegiant Stadium. How was that overall experience for you over the, the last decade plus? Uh, it's an incredible experience. Um, it, I feel so, so fortunate uh, to have been a part of that journey and that wave of NFL stadiums that continued to sort of open in secession. Uh, and I was grateful, again, to have just amazing leadership around me uh, that provided me those opportunities. And so you run down some of the biggest brands uh, in sports. Uh, I got to lead teams on the biggest stage in our business. And and those are uh, experiences that um, I don't know if I'll ever be able to replicate again. And those experiences were, were made um, uh, irreplicable because of the, 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 the people that I, that I got to work around, uh, the relationships that I got to uh, establish with my peers and my colleagues. Those are relationships that uh, we'll have forever, memories that we'll have forever. Um, we achieved historical success starting at the Cowboys, and we continue to do that really at each one of those steps. Uh, and so I learned so much. Um, I used every opportunity that I got to grow my career, to challenge myself, uh, to become a better leader, uh, and just to continue to learn. And that's still something that I want to continue to do throughout my career. No, always be learning and growing. Well, well Dustin, then you as as you're going through kind of the last decade plus with some of these big high-end projects as well, and it's from a career development perspective, you once again were able to join Al as he launched Elevate Sports Ventures. And one of the first projects was the Sacramento Republic FC, where you're still you're still currently the CRO as well. I know and talk to you in the past that there's always this, you know, not only are you doing Sacramento Republic, but Elevate stuff and you're on the road. What does that day or, or week to week look like for you? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of variables, and and that's what I enjoy most about it. Uh, not really every day or every week is the same. You know, I'm kind of co-managing not only the day to day lead for the for the for the Sacramento Republic's ticket sales and service and partnerships teams here, 
but I'm also a project leader for uh, several projects across the country for Elevate. And so it's really uh, trying to balance that every day. Um, I do, you know, oversee again, revenue for Sac Republic. And that was the first opportunity that I committed to Elevate and oversee. And that was a great opportunity for me again, to grow my career at at the time, I really had one major blind spot on my resume, and that was partnerships. And this opportunity allowed for me to be uh, the head of partnerships for a club, you know, that was hoping to uh, jump into Major League Soccer. And I, through that experience, was going to be able to lean on Elevate's partnership executive support, and at the same time, learn the partnerships business. And looking back, I would do it over again, uh, even despite not being able to go to MLS. I've learned so much being able to oversee partnerships and learn uh, a little bit of that business uh, during my time here at Sac Republic. And we've had success. So I'm, I'm really proud of that and, and grateful for it. No, absolutely. And that seems like a common theme here early on in, in this week's so, uh, 52 Weeks of Hustle, Dustin, with you is continue to, to think outside the box and continue to stretch yourself in, in areas that you want to continue to grow and learn and you know, as the CRO and, and you've been able to join into that partnership and sponsorship space, you successfully led the negotiations for venue naming rights for Heart Health Park. And now that I know that was special for you both personally and professionally. Care to share the story behind that? Yeah, I mean, um, it's a it's a story that's really near and dear to my heart. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that here in a moment. But, you know, it was really a collaborative cause marketing partnership that uh, is really a three three spoke wheel, if you will, the American Heart Association, Western Health Advantage and, and Republic joined together. We were in need of a naming rights partner for our venue. Um, the prior naming rights partner uh, had not continued that relationship with the club, although their name uh, remained on the venue. Uh, and then during COVID and coming out of COVID, we, we said that's got to be, you know, our main focus is getting a new naming rights partner for our venue. And, and we formed that relationship really out of idea through our community investment head. Uh, his name is Scott Moak. He really brought the idea to me. I challenged our team. I said, hey, we're going to take ideas from anywhere, right? If you've got an idea, let's discuss it because we all need to lean in here. It's such a dual asset. We all need to lean in here to, to make sure that um, we monetize it effectively and, and, and certainly you know, get the old uh, naming rights sponsor off the off the off the stadium, but the the again, like I said, it's a cause marketing partnership, which is one of a handful across the country, and it's focused on driving heart health awareness, and really, it fits right into our one of our core pillars, which is health and wellness, and it's near and dear to my heart because um, unfortunately, it's the number one killer of men and women uh, in this country, heart disease, and and I lost my daughter. Uh, my wife and I lost my daughter to, to heart disease when she was one. And so when he brought the idea to me and he brought the relationship to me with American Heart Association, I said, this is a home run. And then we looked at Western Health Advantage, which was a longtime partner of ours, uh, obviously uh, uh, in the health and wellness category. Um, their CEO happened to sit on the executive board for the Sacramento American Heart Association. So I knew that there was already a mutual synergy there with the cause. And so we took the idea to them. You know, and, and uh, both parties obviously love the idea. They agreed. And so we really try to develop year-round programming that creates awareness around health and wellness and being active. Uh, and and that's what we want to do as a club. And we feel like we have a, a platform uh, being at the soccer club here in Sacramento 
to really encourage people to get out and, and live healthy lifestyles. No, I certainly appreciate the vulnerability and, and what a great story, you know, how it all came together. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Dustin McCary, Executive Vice President of Elevate Sports Ventures and CRO of the Sacramento Republic FC. And, and Dustin, let's get into three hot topics. And with question one, as we discussed, you've been part of several very big buildings of, of stadiums and brands. And what's one of the most unique things you've seen throughout the builds that you believe every venue should find to incorporate? Well, uh, it's a good question, and I try to think about this. Um, and and really, the the venues that I've been a part of, they all stand out because they've got incredible premium hospitality. Uh, there's a major focus at each one of those projects to generate significant premium revenue through multi-year hospitality products. And so, each of those buildings really stand out for their premium. But beyond premium, you know, we work with uh, team owners, we work with architects. Uh, and we we study fans here at Elevate and we use insights that we try to develop programming based upon those insights uh, to create unique experiences for fans. And it's not always about premium. Fans want to consume sports now in so many different ways, depending on who you're coming to a game with. I bring my kids. I want to ex- consume it a, a different way than I bring my wife or if, I, if I'm going with clients. And so, you know, we just try to stress now. You know, that, you know, the key is creating unique experiences to really try to reach all fan types around the stadium. No, absolutely. And premium is always a, a big opportunity for every every venue, no matter what, whether it's brand new or, or it holds 2000 people. Question two, Dustin, in this business, we constantly talk about being efficient and effective. And you have, as we've talked about, several different roles, including projects where you're traveling you know, across the country and back and forth while still still holding home base in Sacramento. What's your advice for any, any leader, but also any individual on the team end as far as prioritizing? Yeah, you mix in work, but also, you know, you got to consider the personal side, too. I've got three boys. I've got a, a wife, and so it's trying to be a dad, it's trying to be a husband, <laughs> uh, on top of trying to be an executive leader. And it's hard to juggle, right? It's hard to juggle all the responsibilities of work and, and the personal side. I don't say, I, I don't think that I do it well at times, uh, quite honestly, but um, it's really what I signed up for. I want to be an executive in this business. And part of being an executive is trying to, um, you know, you, you wear a lot of hats. You have a lot of responsibilities. So I'm just grateful for it all. You know, when it comes down to clients, 
you know, every one of our clients, whether it's Sac Republic, you know, or, or a combat sports client, you know, they want to be the top priority at all times. Right. And so we talk about it a lot. It's my job. It's my goal to try to make them feel like they are our top priority in every single interaction that we have with them. Uh, and it just comes down to being present really. And, and, um, uh, being where your feet are, uh, if you will, um, is, is a good reminder, but we've got to be present in the moment and, and put our best foot forward because, uh, if we're not executing, you know, elevate doesn't exist. Yep. No, absolutely. And, and finally, Dustin, question three, we've talked a lot about working for the right people and knowing they will take care about, you know, they will care about you both personally and professionally. They'll invest in you and your career. And we've talked about some of the early mentors you found. What's your advice to listeners on finding a mentor or mentors very early on in your career? It's a must. And and again, I was so um, fortunate to be embraced by a couple of mentors that are still mentors today for me. Um, then when I joined the Cowboys project, I developed additional mentors and you've had some on the show. Um, but, you know, what I tell young aspiring sports minded uh, graduates and, and people that want to break into this business is, you know, I think throughout the interview process, you're being interviewed and you think about, you know, um, you know, uh, how you're going to project in front of that interviewee. But I always say, you know, you should also be asking, be prepared to ask questions of them as well and how they're going to support you and how they're going to support their your growth, how they're going to invest personal time in getting to know you and understanding your goals and objectives in this business. And if you've got somebody that, that when you're asking them those questions and they've got a developed plan that they can outline for you, you're probably in the right place. And so I just encourage, um, you know, those that are trying to get into this business to do as much research on the leadership team for the team that you're looking to work for as they're doing on you uh, and make sure that they have a great track record of, of career growth and growing individuals in this business. And there are a lot of great ones out there, uh, but there's also people that are in management and leadership positions that are that are that are not or they shouldn't be in those positions quite yet. Uh, and, and, and so just make sure you find and find the right spot. That's, that's good. The best for you. Awesome. Great advice. And, and what a great career you've already had. And as you think back, what's been your best memory of your career? Whew. Um, well, if my wife listens, I should say I met my <laughs> wife at my first stop in Dallas. Just um, mic dropped we, after that. That's all you need to say. Yeah, right? There we go. Uh, but, uh, no, I, Again, I, I alluded to it a little bit. It's really hard to differentiate the projects that, you know, whether it's Cowboys, 49ers, Falcons, Raiders, like they were all extremely successful. Um, and I, we've got game balls to sort of reflect back on this, the success we had historically. But it comes down to the people, man. I, I love the other leaders that I've gotten a chance to work with. Um, I, I love the the uh, different the different cultures that I've get, gotten a chance to be immersed in amongst all of these teams that I've represented, uh, and and those are the memories that that I'll take away is is probably the relationships, mostly, yep. uh, the celebrations, the, the chances that we had to celebrate together, um, you know, because of the work that we knew we put in to get there are the most cherished moments for sure. And at that point, you know, everything just comes together, both personally and professionally, a lot of great memories and, and a lot of great friends. 
Dustin, certainly a ton of great advice. Fun to hear about your journey, both personally and professionally. And to close it out, I like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? Oh, here we go. If you could have any actor play you in a movie, who would it be? I struggled. Uh, Brad Pitt wasn't available. So um, <laughs> uh, not an actor. But, so I have to say, not, I don't think it's an actor. I'd have to say my my mother-in-law says Tony Romo and I look look alike, especially if I wear a hat backwards. So I'll say Romo. All right. I and can I'd see like, that. I'd, li- I'd like a little bit of his, uh, you know, his money. So. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. What's the last thing that you've completed on your bucket list? Um, I'm a pretty conservative guy, so it's like I don't I don't have uh, any marathons across the Sahara like some of my colleagues. <laughs> um, you know, I, it, maybe it's not a bucket list, but but for me, it, it's pretty darn special. I you know I played golf at Spyglass last summer, uh, and every time you get to go down to 17 mile drive and be at Pebble and Spyglass, uh, it's a pretty damn good experience. So you pinch yourself when you're there. I didn't play golf very well. I looked good. Did not hit the ball well. It's half the battle if you look the part. Yeah. If you hosted a talk show, who would be your first guest? Um, hmm. That's a hard one, too. Um, I don't know that I could, would be that interesting to be like a sit-down talk show host. So what I enjoy most is away from being a dad and, and working uh, and being with my family is probably cooking. And so it'd be a cooking show and I'd have right. my favorite chef on there, Bobby Flay. Bobby I Flay and I would, would probably be, be grilling, drinking some craft beer, uh, and uh, we'd have guests on our show. You'd be grilling up something pretty good. Well, I love it. Well, to close it out, Dustin, what are three key takeaways you'd give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, nothing replaces hard work, man. Like, um, you know, nothing was, nothing was given to me. Uh, I feel like I've earned each opportunity. Uh, and so you've got to work hard. I tell it to my kids all the time. You know, we, we got to, we, if we're going to be great at soccer or school or whatever it is, we've got to practice. And so nothing's going to come easy. Uh, be prepared to roll up your sleeves. Um, second, be positive. We talked about it earlier about the controllables. Being positive and having a good attitude is a controllable. And, and being a great teammate is a controllable. Uh, it's not tolerated on my teams or probably any teams to be the opposite of those things. Uh, and so be prepared to be positive, be a great teammate and have a good attitude. And then think about, you know, for applicants, you know, think about how you can stand out, be unique. Um, it is amazing to me how as a sales leader, I sit back and I evaluate resumes of people that want sales jobs, but they don't really pursue the job in a unique way. And, uh, and you and I both probably understand this. They're going to pursue us sort of in a casual way. They're not going to be really relentless with their pipelines either. So somehow they've got to be unique. They've got to stand out um, and write a thank you, you know, uh, the little things. It's, it's, yeah, it's amazing. So uh, do those things and, and, you know, find great leaders to go work for. No, I love it. Great advice to your point. It's, you know, the, the podcast, 52 Weeks Hustle. What is the hard work? Positive attitude. And I love it. You, you've got to be able to find a way to differentiate yourself and stand out. So, Dustin, thank you so much. Great career. Appreciate talking to you. And I appreciate your, you sharing your knowledge and expertise. I got a long ways to go. So thanks for having me. Uh, uh, it's It's always good seeing you, Travis.
Always a pleasure. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week.